0: what are the steps to a great sales call i'm going to simplify it we always have a lot of stuff we talk about let's simplify it down to four things okay after the mindset of course and after your structure and your preparation and your focus the real four tactical things the first part of a sales call psychologically speaking is going to be the introduction Now what's important about the introduction? It's important that we gain value first. We tell somebody what they need to hear because time is a valued asset. What's one thing I could tell you to make you focus on me for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, to give me a little more time. What's that one thing I could tell you? Give them that value up front. Slash through their objections, tell them what they need to hear and pivot away to start building value. That's really all the introduction is to me. It's telling somebody what they need to hear in order to give me enough time to continue on my conversation. That would be the first step. The second step would be relationships. Everybody has their own process of qualifying a client or a customer or talking to a client or customer, but who builds the relationship while doing their part of the process? Meaning I could be at a gas station and I could ring you up for a $20 order and just tell you, thank you, have a good day and put it in a plastic bag. Or I could be in a gas station, make a couple of jokes with you, share some stories with you, get to know you over the counter on your $20 order and bag your bag and shake your hand on your way out. It's two different approaches to the same exact sale. And I say gas station because I used to work at a gas station with my dad. He used to run gas stations, my shift always did better. Why'd my shift do better at a gas station than other shifts? It wasn't because it was at the hottest time. It was because all the customers knew me at the gas station. They got to know me. I built relationships with them. I knew exactly what they wanted when they came in. They got comfortable with me and they kept coming in to see me. So I think it applies to everything. While you're doing your job, whether that's qualifying, whether that's filling out an application, whether that's asking somebody questions, are you just doing that or could you add some swag and some relationship to that? Then we get to the third step. You got to present your solution. Now, I think every single sales job or sales career or sales product, they all have their benefit as far as a product, the tangible benefit that goes with the product. But what is the benefit beyond the product? And the way you figure out the benefit beyond the product is you got to go deep enough to understand the client's life. It's like, am I just selling you an automatic vacuum or am I selling you time that you get back in your week to spend with your kids or to go back to the gym that you haven't been to in two years. What is this automatic vacuum actually doing for you? And I've never sold vacuums before, but I'm using an example that I don't really care about a sale of a vacuum. I care what the automatic vacuum will do for somebody's life. I don't really care about the sale of the mortgage because a mortgage is not real. I care about how their life looks 30 days later, 60 days later, 90 days later. And it's very important as you're doing the second step, which is qualifying and building the relationship, you bring all of that with you to the grand finale. If you've ever watched a fireworks show, okay, you see the small fireworks. They get a little bigger. They get a little bigger. They get a little bigger. Till midnight hits or the time hits where the big fireworks start coming. And then you see them all coming out. Boom, 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 And all the grand finale is there. You ever been to a fireworks show and at the end, they put a sprinkler on? You never have. So your presentation shouldn't be a smaller presentation than the phone call. It should be the biggest part of the phone call where everything connects towards the end. Think about your presentation. Is it a grand finale? Is it a grand opening with fireworks? Or is it very calm and monotone where we're not solving, uh, you know, very much? I would say those are the main three steps. And the fourth step, of course, would be the follow-up after that. Taking all the grand finale and all the fireworks and everything you've learned and actually including it into your follow-up messaging, into your communication. It's not just a text. It's a text about the relationship. It's a text about what you learned about the client. It's not just an email. It's an email with a picture of the dog or a picture of them spending time with their kids or a picture of them getting back in the gym. Whatever the benefits were and whatever the emotions were that were far beyond your problem, that has to be in the communication every single day now some people wonder they're like man well i don't really know people like that what if they get mad at me how am i going to talk you don't know people like that because you haven't tried to know people like this i can promise you that if you build a good relationship with somebody they are not going to be upset when you try to change your life for the better they're not going to be upset when you get curious and you ask a bunch of questions because you want to customize the perfect solution for them